0: You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast, sex and relationship advice you can use tonight. Welcome to Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. I'm Jess O'Reilly, your friendly neighborhood sexologist, here not with my lovely other half, Brendan Ware, because he had to run. <laughs> we are back in Toronto, back at our regular work schedules, and a, a client needed something at last minute that he had to attend to, so I'm on my lonesome. And I can't even remember the last time I did a podcast all by myself, so I'm gonna try and power through. I wanna let you know in advance that this is a quickie episode because there is so much on the go right now. Uh, Today I am shooting two episodes of my still newish television show on City TV, Fridays at Midnight, Intimately You with Dr. Jess. And I'm going to be interviewing actually some really cool guests. Uh, matchmaker Maria, if you don't know Matchmaker Maria, she's got some really good uh, advice. She's pretty funny, very blunt, straight to the point. You can check her out on IG. So she's going to be on the show. And Jave DeBay, the millennial sexpert, is going to be on that show. Anyhow, I'm running into studio today, and uh, it's just it's one of those days. And I know that the last thing I'm going to get to do is eat. And so that is why I'm going to do a quickie episode because I'm going to prioritize my eating over you. <laughs> oh, it's so weird to laugh by yourself on the mic, but I enjoy myself anyhow. The plan today is to answer a couple of really simple, uh, one really interesting question actually that I have received from you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start right there with the first one, which I think is quite fascinating. It's around Ghostface, um, and so you've probably seen with the new scream horror movie out that people are doing TikToks with the ghost face they're doing sexy things with the ghost face people on webcams are wearing the ghost face and it has become this sex symbol and somebody is I actually got two requests about ghost face this week um one person just wanted me to kind of explain why it's a sex symbol uh and make sense of that and the other person is I think from how I understand it because it's a long message is looking for validation in terms of enjoying ghost face and um, not just the scream ghost face but all types of ghost face masks and all that jazz and of course you know that i'm going to say this is perfectly fine and normal in terms of the reason why ghost face has become a sex symbol i think you know there are so many i, I think beginning with the fact that The anonymity of the cloak and the mask leaves so much to the imagination, and that can be very arousing, right? You don't know what lurks below the surface, uh, and the unknown creates this anticipation, which is associated with, you know, of course, spikes in dopamine, and you want to find out what's below there, right? The mystery alone can kind of be very enticing and intoxicating, and all types of masks create intrigue and spark curiosity and we know that when parts of your body are covered it forces us to tune into other elements or attributes you know another body part your voice your demeanor your body language and then we all and then I think another level is that masks are associated with subversive sex acts right with kink with fetish play and when we are in mask when we are in costume. It can help to reduce inhibitions. There's this sense that we're not entirely ourselves, right? We can act out a character. We're playing a role. So we might take risks and liberties that are maybe more exciting, maybe a little more rebellious. And, you know, we think about all the attraction to, like, the bad character, like the bad boy, the bad girl, the, you know, the villain or the outlaw uh, in the mask. And so this kind of all makes sense to me. It's funny. My cousin was talking about, oh, what is it called when people cat mask you I'm probably getting this wrong but basically how we all we're all wearing regular masks right now well in different parts of the world we are here in Toronto we're still wearing masks and how you look more attractive in your mask, and I don't think it's that you know we're covering up something that's not attractive. It's just kind of exciting to only get to see somebody's eyes. So we've got the ghost face mask, we've got the mask for safety. Hopefully, people are uh, still wearing where where uh, COVID is still alive and well. <laughs> I think there's another piece to ghost face as well, and that's the connection between fear and pleasure, right? That can be very very erotic. So they're both connected to physiological arousal. And when we feel fearful, we get a release of adrenaline, right? We get a heart rate and blood pressure increases. And this can result just in more blood flow throughout the body, including to the genitals and other erogenous zones. And when you experience fear in the context of something exciting or even in the context of a safe relationship, it can kind of offer the perfect balance of tricking your nervous system and body into a state of fear-based arousal, where while your mind simultaneously knows that you're still in a safe space and so when we think about ghost face and and the the ghost face from scream uh it reminds me that of course porn and horror as genres share a lot in common uh you know they both are really focused on sensation they're rooted in building anticipation they're really rooted in getting that adrenaline Pumping and um, you know, there's also this bit of playfulness, right? When we think about specifically the ghost face from Scream, and I'm going back to like the old, old movies with I think it was Drew Barrymore and Carmen Electra. I uh, remember when the ghost, or the I guess it's not really a ghost, the murderer <laughs> phones. Uh, his voice and his tone are almost like a little bit playful, right? Like almost a little flirtatious. Like they're they're building up to something, and of course, it's not something positive but uh, there's something you know there's a lot of humor I think injected in to those horror films so if you're into Ghostface, go for it Uh, I think it's a great reminder this ghost face trend that maybe we ought to be consider are we ought to consider playing with costumes and masks and kind of getting into that building of uh, anticipation through the unknown so thank you for that question it's super um super trending topic i wish brandon had actually been here to uh, to talk about it as well i'm sure he has a lot to say um i'm gonna do one more question uh, this is a uh, this is one from okay so this person writes So my boyfriend had leukemia when he was younger and he had to get a bone marrow transplant which came with complications with his joints so he also had to have a double hip replacement and a knee replacement as well. Sometimes sex for us gets boring for me and I would like to spice it up but it's hard for him to get into a comfortable position other than missionary. I have a hard time taking control, would love to have more confidence in myself to try new things but I majorly rely on him to take control and I know it's getting boring for him as well. Please help us out. Okay, cool. Uh, Thank you so much for sharing. I I would say first and foremost, positions is this topic. You know, talking about positions is a topic that everyone wants to talk about. Every, I think, week or two weeks, I get an email from Cosmo for like a new type of position, like a spring cleaning position or a Valentine's position or a Thanksgiving position or a position for people who wear red shirts or a position for like all types of positions. Uh, And positions can absolutely be a fabulous way to experiment with different sensations, different approaches, different experiences, different types of pleasure and orgasm but it's only one way and so if you always have sex in the same position and it's what's most comfortable for you that really is okay and there are lots of other ways to spice things up and I I do think that the best position is the one that's comfortable like uh, oftentimes the thrilling positions are I guess they're fun to try and be inspired by but if you're not physically comfortable and you're distracted by discomfort or pain or tension it's probably going to detract from your capacity to really enjoy the experience and have an orgasm. So other ways to spice things up, um, certainly adding toys into the mix, using your hands, using your mouths, having lots of different types of sex, using different types of lube, different you know massage oils. Uh, if you really wanna change positions and you're finding that most positions are uncomfortable for your partner, you might consider investing in a wedge pillow of some type so these are pillows that are often in the shape of a three-dimensional triangle i don't know the word (laughs) for that Um, and they can help you to get comfortable in multiple angles in multiple positions Um, you can also just use your own pillows and put them in different piles for comfort but i will say that the wedge pillows can be if you can afford one can be a lot more helpful because they're firm and so they're not gonna slide out of place. I do still have this discount code for adamandeve.com. It is Dr. Jess and you'll get 50% off almost any single item plus free shipping and a whole bunch of little goodies and free gifts as well. So I know that they do sell some, some wedge pillows you can check out. And uh, that might help Uh, other options. If you want to invest even more, you might consider something like a sex swing. I don't know if you have that kind of space. I know I don't, and I don't have the skills to hang that from the ceiling, but uh, if you, you know, either have the skills or have access to a contractor who can help you with that, (laughs) a contractor that you trust, (laughs) a sex swing is a possibility or even a sex bench. But I would say, don't, don't get hung up on the position. Like just think about, okay, so we feel really good in this position. What are some other things we can do, right? Like maybe we add a vibrating penis ring into the mix. Maybe we add a different type of dildo. Maybe we play with a glass dildo. You have so many options to just broaden your sexual horizons and it only has to be a little bit at a time, right? So you talked about confidence and uh, you don't have to do it all. You don't have to all of a sudden be, you know, this seductive vixen who walks in in the thigh highs and the boots and you've got, you know, the latex bustier and the and the whip. You don't have to do all of those things, but just pick one. Like pick one and be okay getting comfortable In your discomfort right it's it it can be fun to be a little bit uncomfortable you know if you feel visually self-conscious try something new just one tiny little new thing in the dark right if you feel self-conscious about you know dirty talk try it with really loud music playing and most importantly if you want to get more confident sexually play with yourself right so masturbate try new things on your own uh, when you don't have the inhibition or the concern about somebody else experiencing things from a second perspective or perhaps you're worried about being judged or perhaps you're worried about being embarrassed and so go and practice maybe getting a little embarrassed by yourself go and practice dirty talking on your your own practice masturbating in different positions try a toy by yourself first try the lube by yourself first Um, wiggle your body around a wedge pillow on your own first and bring yourself to orgasm like how However, it works for you I do think that sexual confidence is so tied to how you play with yourself right yes of course it's tied to all the messaging around identity from gender identity to sexual orientation to age to body type to race to all of these different elements of your identity um, but all of those things intersect with your own pleasure right so if you can practice your own pleasure first I think that can definitely help to boost confidence and of course you know there are other ways to boost confidence just more generally in terms of you know positive affirmations, being willing to tell yourself that you're deserving of pleasure, being willing to tell yourself that you love or you appreciate your body in some way, Um, whether that's out loud, whether it's writing it down, whether it's recording a voice note, whether it's just saying it in your head at night while you're brushing your teeth as as a reminder. So so many things you can do to kind of switch things up again just pick one like pick one new toy pick one new way of positioning yourselves using some pillows or a wedge pillow or you know and then see how it goes and then maybe eventually you work your way up to that swing Uh, i think you have to save up for those two those are fairly expensive as well Uh, once again if you're shopping for toys or the wedge pillows or lingerie maybe lingerie makes you feel sexy i know it really works for so many people i'm personally not a lingerie person but I know that you know most of my clients really are they feel like when they dress really sexy and feel something sensual against their body it feels good um, all of these available at adamandeve.com code Dr. Jess to save 50% off almost any single item plus free shipping and a whole bunch of goodies and I promised you a quickie Actually, 13 minutes, well, for a podcast, it's short, but for a quickie sex, it's long. (laughs) Um, Well, for me, at least, I guess everybody's idea of a quickie is different. I've heard people say, well, a quickie for me is 20 minutes. I'm like, whoa, that is is a lot. But hey, you do you. We're not timing, except I'm timing now because I want to make sure I get something to eat before I head on set. So thank you for joining me alone for this quickie episode, wherever you're at. Have a great one.